What's barking? Welcome to the Fit Dog Culture Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Ashley. And I'm Amy. And today we are talking about dog fitness for the busy pet parents. Yes. So if you can't figure out your life with work and the dog and dinner. Yeah. And getting all that exercise in because we know we need it. Then we're going to try to figure something out today. All right, so if you are totally raising your hand and saying, That's me! That's me! Help me! (laughs) (laughs) We're going to try to figure out some solutions here because, Amy, it's spring break for you. Yes. Like, you have your babies at home. Right, so I'm not doing your typical 9 to 5, but our schedules are crazy all over the place. We're trying to get out and get the kids exercise at the park or whatever and go all over and still fit things in and sometimes we still drop the ball on stuff right even when we write things down in our planners and you know we have it it seems like everything should go according to plan right and why doesn't it if time would just work for me <laughs> and traffic would just listen then we'd be able to do it all right right i feel you completely because this week alone has just been overwhelming for me as well. It's spring break. It's spring break, uh, yes. guys. <laughs> so we're really busy with clients and we're doing overnights. And I'm fortunate enough to bring the dogs with me. But it has been a real struggle. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been on the struggle bus. How do you fit in your runs, yoga, walking the dogs? <laughs> and, you know, if it wasn't spring break, it's something else, right? Yes. You know, we have, like, one week out of a month, right? That's a normal week. Otherwise, there's holidays that are going on or just different things like, you know, weddings and stuff like that Mm -hmm. that just kind of throw off your routine and schedule, whether it's the overnights or something else going on. Right. Um, Is there a way to still fit it all in and not feel crazy? Crazy, crazy. Okay, so let's start with your nine to five parent. Okay. They, They wake up in the morning, maybe have an hour commute to work let's just say that's like the most dramatic case so I would think the first tip there would be waking up earlier yeah Mm -hmm. than your commute and taking the dog for a walk yeah I think you know even if it's a 10 minute walk to start your day you know and you'll get to other walks later in the evening or whatever but like that is so important for your dog especially and for you mm-hmm. just wait to start your day with yeah, a walk yeah oh that's golden right you may even catch the sunrise <laughs> <laughs> there you go and you just get yourself in the right mindset you know uh but if you can go longer a half an hour walk would be great mm. or a quick run you know but even just 10 minutes if that's all you can get yourself up earlier to do like that would be wonderful. It's way better than nothing. Right. Yeah. So. And just to start the dog's day like that. Yeah. You yeah. know, because when dogs wake up, they are so ready to go. Mm-hmm. They have all that energy. And yeah. if you can just get out a little of that energy before you leave them for a few hours, I just think they would probably be less destructive. Right. Yeah. It's the difference from going crazy, from being cooped up with that much energy Mm -hmm. and you know just still having a lot of energy like you get them out for that quick walk they've just got that little bit of crazy burned off yes they still have energy for sure for sure but they can cope with it a lot better Mm -hmm. even just that 10 minute jog or whatever i would say also since we're on the topic let's say you got up you took the dog for a 10 minute walk you went to work for four hours 
Are you coming home for your lunch break, or do you have someone taking care of your dog? Right. So I guess it depends on your commute, partly, right? Mm-hmm. If you work really close to your house, it's great. You, you have the time to come home, take him for a walk on your lunch break, or, you know, even just play fetch in the backyard, play tug a little bit, yeah. something to burn off some energy, kind of break up their day and yours. Because what, isn't sitting the new smoking anyway? Yeah. <laughs> oh, gross. Yeah. I think that was a thing. <laughs> you know, I tried, when I was a news reporter, I tried coming home to Vader on my lunch breaks. I had an hour lunch break and walking him. And I have to be honest, I got tiring really quickly. Yeah. Because you're rushing home mm-hmm. from work and shoving whatever you have in the fridge in yeah. your mouth. And then also trying to get them exercise for a little bit and then going back to work in traffic Mm -hmm. like I was only about 20 minutes away from my house but if it was traffic everybody's going home for their lunch break Mm -hmm. it was just really stressful yeah I had a friend when I worked at the animal shelter who you know she's spending her day and time to work with animals and take care of animals for very little pay, mm-hmm. and our lunch breaks were about a half an hour, and she didn't live that far, you know, probably a 15-minute drive, but during lunchtime, it might be longer, but she literally only had time to rush home, let her dogs out to pee, rush back home, yeah. you know, clean up messes if they tore things up or whatever, oh, yeah. and rush back, and she didn't really even get a break, no you know, one she's really... driving yeah. the whole time, exactly. and she's spending all her time taking care of other animals, and then she didn't really get can't really do, do it the for best her that she could from yeah. her own, so that's, that is hard for, for a lot of us to make that work in the middle mm-hmm. of our day. And it's something day. to consider initially when you get a dog. What does your schedule look like? Mm -hmm. I think that was one of the first questions that the shelter manager asked us when we adopted Vader. Who's going to come home and take him out? How long are you away from your house? Um, And thinking about that in the very beginning just helps you set up a schedule Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. from the start. Right, and also maybe pick the right dog for your lifestyle, right Mm -hmm. breed and size and all that kind of thing. All those things are super important to consider. Which brings up the topic of of, do you want to hire a dog walker, right? Can Mm. you afford that? And um, do you know any, (laughs) (laughs) How do you find them? Yeah. I like dog walkers. Um, And the reason being, one, We're dog walkers. (laughs) But when we first got Vader, again, you know, having to go get him on my lunch break was just too much. Mm -hmm. So luckily I found a boarding facility right next door to my job. It was called Rex and Roxy's Indicator. And um, it was awesome. You know, I could look at him on the camera and see that he was playing. But there were some other things that I didn't really love about him being in a boarding facility. Yeah, okay. he got a cold one time that mm. was really yucky. Right. There's so many dogs in it. He got there. peed on. Mm-hmm. They didn't bathe him. So yeah. <laughs> I love Rex and Roxy's, but... Uh... Right. But is the whole environment It is the ideal? environment. Is it ideal? That's a good question to ring up because mm-hmm. you're going to find people on all ends of the argument, I guess, there on whether uh, doggy daycare is actually beneficial or, you know, would your dog actually be happier at home? Right. Or more at peace, especially specific dogs that just don't do well around that many other dogs. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about dog walkers. Okay, yeah. What do they do? How does that work? They 
work hard for just a small amount of money. They work hard for the money. <laughs> <laughs> because they love the dogs, right? Yes. I mean, you if have you have the right dog love... walker. Right. Yes. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Amy and I, I hate... love our jobs. We love running with the dogs, yes. walking the dogs, hiking with right. the dogs. But if you find a teenager in high school, right. you know. Yeah, who might not be in it for the same reasons. Because as adults with you know, many, many options before us. This is what we've chosen. Right. You know, there is a difference Because there. our heart's in it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for sure. I think finding the right dog walker is important. Um, finding one that maybe can follow with your rules of your household. Yes. The way you Absolutely. like to walk your dog. Absolutely. <laughs> the training plan you're going with is mm-hmm. a good thing. Um, you definitely want to have a relationship with your dog walker mm-hmm. because I've had clients who will say I've been doing this I've been using this harness I've been working on this command um but I'm just we're not getting anywhere Mm -hmm. what's your opinion what's your professional advice on things and I love having that relationship where it's like we're both figuring out what works best for the dog right well no and I think having a dog walker that will follow your training plan is so important because I'm not going to recommend someone who's just going to let your dog do whatever on the walk, who, you know, isn't going to enforce your leash rules, isn't going to use the equipment you want, or, you know, even any other specific details you might need or want, and the amount of communication you want to have. That's super important. Some people are like, take my dog for a walk, I don't even really have the time or want to talk to you. I just want to know you're doing it. Yeah, and I and, think that sucks because, yeah, you know, you're little... working with the dogs, regardless if you want to be a trainer or not, and you're in a special situation because your specialty is training, yeah. but you have to work with the dog regardless. Yeah. Like, if you're on a walk, you're going to have to work with their behaviors. Right. And if you don't have communication with the owner to talk about what you're seeing with the dog, yeah. then... Yeah, that's almost more like they don't care as much they just like just tire my dog out I don't want to hear about it whatever yeah but then you have and I think paying attention to those needs is important right Mm -hmm. because if you have people who are kind of busy you're not sitting there messaging them all day about how their dog's doing right but you're letting them know you're touching bases with them but um some people really want to know right they get excited to get those pictures oh they're anxious (laughs) waiting for it making sure their puppy's being taken care of and loved on because like you become so important to them, and they trust their dog with you, and that that's that's a really special, yeah, you know, relationship to have for sure. So. For sure, I think it's invaluable what a dog walker can offer yeah, to people yeah. when it just comes to having peace of mind. Mm-hmm. When I'm at work or when I'm at my vacation, my dog is taken care of, yeah. not just sitting in a crate, yeah. but someone who's passionate about making sure that they're having a good day. Mm-hmm. And I always said that, like I said, when when I was doing the mostly just dog running with people's dogs, um, mm-hmm. I said, I don't sell exercise. I don't um, sell training. I sell peace of mind. And that, I love you can't put a price that. on that, right? I you love know? that. <laughs> because yeah. so many people... It really does make their whole day better just knowing that their dog's, you know, being taken care of. Yeah. If they can't be there for them at that time. So I sell fitness. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) At my meet and greets, I'm like, I want to get the energy out of your dogs. Because if you're working on any behavior problems, you can't get there until 
the energy That's is so out. True. Yeah. Um, but the feedback that I get from my clients is it is the trust. Mm-hmm. You know, like some of my clients are doctors. Right. And they have some beautiful homes. Yes. You know, and so having someone come in mm-hmm. and not not be looking at other shit. Right. Focused on the dog. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's huge right. for people. Yeah, it's it's a lot to put on someone's shoulders and to entrust to someone and mm-hmm. kind of open up your home like that. And your dog, which, you know, for most people, they really do love them like a child. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, <clears throat> it's, a, it's a lot of trust. So we're not trying to sell our profession. <laughs> <laughs> but we want you to have the best tools for striking a balance between work and your dog's care. Right. Um, so when it comes to finding a professional caretaker for your dog, a dog walker, pet sitter, um, which are two different things, mm-hmm. um, what's the first step? Where do you look, Amy? Where do you find a pet sitter or a dog walker? Well, a lot of times you might see them advertise at your veterinarian. Yes, that's a great place. Or your trainer would have some cards possibly. Um, word of I'm, mouth, yeah, family word of and mouth, friends. Definitely. Um, I'm sure Google. Yeah. Some people, right? Dog sitters near me, you know, searching on Craigslist, stuff like yes. that. Um, I will say Craig. Okay, so I've advertised on Craigslist once. Okay. And I stopped doing it because I got back those really spammy emails that's like, oh. I'm going to New Zealand and need someone to watch my dogs for three weeks. I'll oh. send you a check and I'll... Wow, those yeah. comments will get you anywhere. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> I don't even know the end game there, but I've gotten like identical emails. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but anyways, <laughs> Craigslist, I would say... Let that be your last resort for looking Mm -hmm. for a quality Mm -hmm. pet sitter. Because also when you're looking for a quality pet sitter, you want someone who's insured, bonded, Mm -hmm. has experience working with dogs. Um, I would say at least more than two years working with animals. Right. Would Um, you say the same? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's easy to get that experience anywhere. You know, volunteering, volunteering. Pet sitting when you're a kid. That's how I yeah. started out. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah, so. I didn't know that. I did, yeah. And oh, that's, that's one really of my cool. First things. So I was babysitting and pet sitting at the same time, you know? Kind nice. Of thing. But yeah, it's easy to get the experience. Um, even if you're, you know, hired for someone's dog walking business first. Mm-hmm. You know, you're hired that's by someone. That's a great place to start. Who has that experience and that kind of established business already. Yeah. So. I started at a rescue. If you walk yeah. into an animal rescue and you say, let me clean your kennels. I know. <laughs> They're like, come, come, yes, come, come. Please. We'll too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just to throw some websites out there because oh, yeah, uh, that may be helpful. Petsit.com. Okay. Um, so Petsit.com is from Pet Sitters International. It's a membership organization for pet sitters. Uh, they pay to be a part of this membership and be listed on the website. They have a magazine, gotcha. all those things. So serious people. Serious people nice. here. They yes. all have insurance and they're bonded and stuff awesome. like that. So that's a good one. Um, Thumbtack is okay. where I've gotten a lot of clients. They're like the new Angie's List, I guess. Okay. Um, Angie's List would be a good one. So, thumbtack.com, Angie's okay. List, yeah. all these free plugs. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. And like we said, referral, last Referrals. Word of mouth is, mm-hmm. I would say, the biggest yeah. thing for my business. Right, because, you know, these people 
have a relationship with a person who's telling them about it. So they're mm-hmm. going to be more likely to trust you and, For sure. you know, all of that. So Oh, yeah. All right. Where do we go from here? <laughs> so you found your professional pet sitter. Yeah. So And now you call them. What do you expect? What happens next? Uh, you meet them. Yes, the meet and greet. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you get a feel for them. How right? does your meet and greets go? Um, so I feel like my business was a little more laid back. I feel like you guys are so much more professional I than know. I was when I was doing my my main running deal. I don't know. I was just kind of, I would go in, meet them, talk to them, ask them about their dog. They'd tell me about them, ask me a couple questions, you know, just kind of get to know me a little bit. Yeah. Get a feel for each other, you know. What type of questions do you get? <clears throat> I don't know. People would just ask me about myself sometimes. Just yeah. Be, so, did you go to college? Mm-hmm. That kind of a thing. Just yeah. kind of get to know you, ask you about your family. And I'm sure you talk about training, your yeah. passion for training. Right, right, yes. And kind of ask them, you know, specific needs. Like, is your dog dog friendly? Are kids allowed to pet your dog when we're out on a walk? Oh, you those know? are really important so, questions. Yeah, you know, safety kind of issues. Mm-hmm. Is your dog a flight risk? That was like one of my question fill outs in my yes. form you know because like if the if i dropped a leash which could happen is your dog gonna boom down the road right. you know just good things to know mm-hmm. so you're having maybe your backup leash on that dog yes. if they are like that um and yeah just safety things what kind of tools they like on their dog are they allowed to have treats um emergency contacts all that kind of stuff yeah so yeah what about anything you would add to that I mean, that's the basis. That's kind of where we are now. We started off very formal. Okay. You know, because we're Pet Sitter International members. Okay. So they have specific rules you have to follow? Yes. We had a contract. Okay. (laughs) Like, we went through all the legal jargon. Um, I don't even remember now because I've cut it out. I'm just, like, so much more focused on the relationship and the dog and talking about fitness Mm -hmm. that I'm like, F the contract. Yeah. (laughs) You know, you're covered under my insurance if Mm -hmm. anything happens. Right. Um, but yeah, kind of same things. They want to know your story. Yeah. Where you came from. I think another super important question to ask your dog walker Mm -hmm. is referrals. Okay. Because I think you can just get the wrong person mm-hmm, sometimes mm-hmm. um i see that a lot in our industry just yeah. i walk past other dog walkers who are just sitting in a field with oh, the dog texting really? you know oh, okay. so like there's a there's a difference like you were saying mm-hmm. before someone who just picks it up as a side hustle mm-hmm. and someone who chooses it yeah. as their career path. right right not to say you can't take a break with your dog. You can take a break. If but they need it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just not a fan of, like, walking the dog and being on your phone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't even like when I see owners, like, <laughs> owners of dogs yeah. or people and small children. Yeah. Like, you see the small child next to the road and their parent is texting. Right. Or you see the dog, like jerking and pulling while they're into their phone right you know? yeah yeah mindfulness and being mindfulness is important with the dogs. <laughs> yeah for sure so we have the meet and greet and you just 
figure out who that person is, their background, their yeah. experience with dogs, if they're insured, mm-hmm. how many other people will be in your home, provide and, them with a spare key, right. codes, yeah. alarms. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of have, maybe have them meet everyone who might be in your house, you yes. know? Like, if you have a cleaning person coming in, oh, yeah. at least let them know, you know, just so that it's all... On the up and up and nothing weird or awkward, I guess, yes. you know, because I've had definitely a few of those. You're like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> kind of a thing. So, yeah. It is It is a weird thing going into people's homes, it by is. the way. <laughs> At first. When they're not there. It takes there. a while to get used to. It's yeah. like, yeah. Uh, let's go, dog. Right. <laughs> I, always act, I always behaved as if I was on camera because in this day and age you might be. So, yeah. So, you know, and I feel like that's the way you should always behave anyway as if for sure. the world can see what you're doing, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, but, and yeah. then it's just your purpose for being in their home. Mm-hmm. I mean... I'll use their restroom. Yes. But I, I have no other purpose right. to roam their house. No. You know, yeah. it's like I came here for the dog. Right, right. Maybe fill up your water bottle. Yeah, definitely it. fill up your water bottle. <laughs> yeah. You know, but those are, I, I think just if anyone listening to this is also interested in right. being a dog mm-hmm. walker or a pet sitter, you just have to be ethical. Right, yeah. Because you, your word is your bond and you really don't have anything else besides. Ooh, yes. Preach. <laughs> Besides your morals and your um, your rep, you mm-hmm. know, <laughs> you don't want to sure. get that damaged. Anyway, um, if you are uncomfortable with the person you met with, don't feel like you have to hire them, right? Oh, please decline. Yeah. Thank you for your time. I appreciate meeting you. We went I'm with me- someone else. Yeah. Or we found something. I'm meeting with a few more other people. Mm-hmm. Because the last thing you want is someone in your house that causes you more worry. Yes, more anxiety <laughs> when it's supposed to be making you feel better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you get bad vibes and, you know, you didn't get any responses from their referrals, if that's something that you really cared about, yeah. then um, find someone else. There mm-hmm. are so many dog walkers. Right. Yes. So many dog yeah, walkers. <laughs> for sure. So. You could even try, and this can be tricky, but I have gotten a client before by using the WAG app. Okay. Um, but I went to the meet and greet as a WAG walker. Okay. And she's like, I'm actually not interested in having multiple people in my home. Mm-hmm. Like, is this something you do full time? Could you do this for us? Oh. And so she ended up being a client. Okay. But that would be another way, you know, yeah. you can mm-hmm. schedule a meet and greet with walkers through WAG. And yeah. if you really like that person, see if they can work with you one-on-one. Right, yeah, and not through... Not through WAG. Them. Yeah, because that, that is, if you do going through them, you're getting... A new person, a person every person time. time right? They can't guarantee that and, it'll be you. Yeah, and it's so much better for your dog to have a relationship with <sighs> the person that's walking them out. You yeah. could probably, honestly, build some real anxiety from having a different person every day. Truly, I mean, certain dogs would be fine. Yeah. But some dogs, that would be a very stressful thing. Oh, it freaks them out. Mm -hmm. I I mean, that's one of the main reasons why I didn't want to do another wag walk. Yeah, yeah. Because I walked in a few homes where dogs were freaked out, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was, I mean, I wasn't chasing them, but I, I had to... Yeah. Run around the house and, you're using and find a, a way lot to... of time just trying to get oh, the dog. Yeah. yeah. And I right. hate that they're in a panic. And once the leashes were on them, they knew we were going for a walk. Yeah. But it's just the whole panic of it. Right. Because building that relationship with the dog is just. Mm-hmm. Just as important. Mm-hmm. You're walking mm-hmm. in their home. They need to right. know that yeah. they don't need to guard. Right. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. 
I think you could also ask your dog walker about their specialty. Okay. Because you're a dog trainer, mm-hmm. you know, so that's a huge bonus. Mm-hmm. Like, I have this person walking my, do- my dog that I can also pay to do training right. with. Yes. Um, and for me, it's kind of been the same. If, if they want hiking or mm-hmm. longer adventures to yeah. get or that energy out. Or running specifically. Mm-hmm. That's something you may want to inquire about. So. Right. Or you might be a dog massager. And yeah. you could add that in. Like, I do five-minute massages after yeah. our walk. Or exactly. something like that. That's a bonus. Have a niche, right? Yeah. Oh, that's a good <laughs> that one. That sets you apart. If they're a groomer as mm-hmm. well. Just right. any specialty, I think, is pretty cool. Yeah. And I think as the dog walking industry continues to grow, you mm-hmm. will see more walkers with a specialty. Right, yeah. I'm the cool. guy who walks dogs with my parrot on my shoulder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I walk Leia, like, without a leash mm-hmm. with all my clients. Yeah, so people yeah. will say, like, she's so good. Uh-huh. You know, they kind of know me as the she lady kinda... with the good dog. Right, you know? yeah. She's, like, your little bit of a logo. And oh, yeah. Makes you look good. Make her work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she don't get those biscuits for free. Right. <laughs> Okay, but if you're not sold on the idea of having a trustworthy person come in your home... Right. And or it the, might not fit your budget. It may not fit your budget. Um, but boarding also is expensive. I think, like, I, I really wasn't expecting that. But once we start taking Vader to doggy daycare for mm-hmm. a while, I can't remember the daily rate. But we budgeted, like, 400 and some dollars a month right yeah so it's not a lot cheaper if it is it might not really it depends on where you go i'm sure yeah but they're usually pretty comparable Mm -hmm. like the prices right yeah and then a lot of people might think well daycares you know almost my full work day or it is my full work day they're getting more exercise that's better than just a short half hour, hour walk or whatever. Sure. And I can understand that. But not can... all dogs actually do very well in, in doggy daycare. I think yeah. only very specific dogs actually do well in that environment. It's such a heightened state of arousal. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of issues that can come in with throwing new dogs into a pack every day. And it can cause a lot of stress for a lot of right. dogs can cause behavioral issues in the long run. Mm-hmm. Specific breeds do better than others. Um, sometimes herding dogs do okay. But herding dogs are do do better, do better in boarding than a lot situations. Of, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it obviously, each dog is so different. Right, they're and, individuals. <laughs> and a lot of dogs are going to be so much more at peace with being home and having that half-hour walk in the middle of the day. Or however I find however that long. most dogs are mm-hmm. more at peace being in their home. Dogs really don't mind being crated for hours at a time. Not, obviously, 12 hours ideally. I would say four hours max. I think four is fine. Yeah. If they're getting that exercise in the middle, the cake, the crate is a nice size. Mm-hmm. Or if they're, you know, older, more housebroken dogs, they get a bigger room. They're or the whole in the house until the, the walker house. gets there. Yeah. 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 And dogs really, most dogs don't mind or know how long you were gone unless it's a very long time. Right. And they like being at home, mm-hmm. you know? It's their territory, and they're happy there. I don't know. I think I'm not anti-doggy daycare, but I'm just going to say that it's not my favorite. Yeah. That's all. But would, it, it works for some people, same. you know? Yeah, for sure. And I get it. If 
you're gone all day, mm-hmm. but you can also have that walker come every four hours until you're right. off work. That's true. Mm-hmm. You know, and that walk is just going to be so much more enjoyable than, I mean, even at doggy daycare, they create them. Right. For I think the their playtime is like for three hours or so, and then they're crated for a while, and then they feed yeah. them, and then they let them out again. I guess each... Daycare is kind of different with the timing, but Mm -hmm. I think that's the way it was for Vader. But again, it was so many other dogs, and I just felt like he kept getting sick. Mm -hmm. Definitely one of the things that can happen, and you just never know when it's going to be something serious, too. Right. I mean, they are very good about making sure dogs are up to date on vaccines and that sort of thing, but you don't know when they can pick up a virus or that kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, It can happen. What's the other option? Dog walker, doggy daycare. They do have pet sitters that come and stay yeah. with your dog during the day. Mm-hmm. But I don't know the prices that you would have to pay for something like that. I don't like either. That. Like, that's <laughs> a lot of time. That's almost like an in-home, you know, care for a person. Ooh, you're, you're spoiled gonna be rotten right dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would, that would be something. I would say you could also advocate at your workplace for... A dog-friendly environment. Right. If depending that's on where you, you work. Yeah, yeah, depending on where you work. If you're really passionate about that. Um, I know the owner of uh, the K9 Orthopedic Center here in Colorado Springs, he built a facility specifically for his employees to bring their dogs. Aww, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they have like a little dog park at Yeah, work. especially if you work in the industry, in the pet industry, um, or work outdoors, that kind of a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um you can take your dog with you more. If you're a trucker, right? Truckers yes. take their dogs to work with them. Yep. Things like that. Um, Construction or drive, workers. Yeah, drive, if you're driving a lot in the day. And a lot of dogs love that. Yeah. You know? As long as you take them out. Right. Stretch their legs at mm-hmm. certain stops. And it's not too hot outside. Right. Yeah. And you're in the shade. That kind of thing. Right. Um, what other kind of, I guess, professions are kind of more dog friendly would you say dog friendly professions (laughs) Hmm. well certain medical fields especially if your dog is well behaved it Mm -hmm. can be a benefit to your clients to have a dog in the office that's Mm -hmm. like just super lovable or if you are an in-home healthcare provider Mm -hmm. right and your dog is calm that could be a bonus right you know i have a therapy yes (laughs) which you can do you can totally get your dog therapy certified Mm -hmm. as well yeah take them into children hospitals mm -hmm. and just keep training with them right making other people happy (laughs) and i think some teachers even eventually get their dogs to that point i mean obviously not a crazy young puppy right but if your dog is well behaved you can work your way there yes you could totally that would be a good one Mm -hmm. teachers could figure that especially more like professors Yes. At college, you know, because you don't have little tiny children grabbing your puppy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe that should be a whole other episode. I know. That should, should be. Should ha- ask all of y'all to tell us where what ideas you have. Please. Yeah. For And if you take most... your dog to work, please let us know mm-hmm. and send pictures. And how that works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know, like, a few of my clients, they work in marketing. So I'm pretty sure they're in a cubicle workspace. Okay. But they have, and I know this because there's several clients who work together, but they have a day where it's, like, bring your dog to work oh, day. Okay. And uh-huh. they all say, Fun. like, I'm taking the dog to work yeah. today, so don't worry about walking them. Okay. Um, 
But yeah, any cubicle office, I mean, dogs would be heavenly because mm-hmm. cubicles yeah. are not my favorite. Right. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So for the people who just have like, what about a crazy schedule that's different all the time? Just go with the flow and don't necessarily have a routine? Fit in I when think, you can? Yeah, that's really hard because I kind of, we fit yeah. in that category right. of not having a solid schedule and things are constantly changing. But I think if you just prioritize that it has to happen, mm-hmm. then it really doesn't matter how right, crazy right. the day is. And you know, your dog can totally learn to go with we don't know when we're getting walked today. Yeah. Because your dog really shouldn't dictate when you walk them anyway. Yeah. You know, they shouldn't be like, you tell Leia that. <laughs> it's time to walk. Yeah. But, you know, my dog was, I think she was used to the, kind of the unknown. She was like, mm. I don't know what's coming today. You yeah. know, if we're going to go for a run two times today, or if we're just going to get one long walk in the middle of the day, or yeah. how it's going to work out. But, you know, she was... She was totally used to that, and mm-hmm. she was great with going with the flow. And I think the more your life is like that, the better they adapt exactly. to that. Exactly. They so. do adapt to your mm-hmm. lifestyle. Yeah. And when we get into talking more about our fitness boot camps, yes. where you're working out with your dog. Oh, and, I can't wait for this. Right? <laughs> when we get into more of that, we can talk about more quick exercise ideas yes. for small spaces sometimes, you mm-hmm. know, that you can do real quick. Say, you know, you've At just got, you've got an early meeting in the morning. Yes. You do not have time or whatever. Something came up. You can't come home at lunchtime. Yes. Or whatever, where you can just fit like a five minute, almost hit workout. Set up some agility cones in the backyard. Dog. Yes. And, okay. And, <laughs> and so it's not all just walk your dog, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's a little different, a little more fun. And you are able to work more of your muscles that way too. So yes. That will be coming soon. Coming soon. Mm-hmm. Fit dog culture. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, okay, making it happen, not forgetting, dropping the ball, like we were talking about in our busy, crazy schedules. Yes. How do we make sure it doesn't get missed? And, like, it is it is 10.30 at night, and you're like, shit, I forgot to walk the dog. Is it too late? No. <laughs> it's, it's never, never too late. late. <laughs> <laughs> Any exercise is better than no exercise. Right. I think we talked about this a lot mm-hmm. in all the episodes, yeah. and we're just going to keep nailing the nail right. with the hammer. Is yes. that how it goes? <laughs> <laughs> you just have to make that commitment to your dog mm-hmm. and set your alarm. Yes. Use your mantras. Right. Write it down wherever you have to, sticky notes, whatever. Yes. I have an app that I've been using called just like Goal Tracker. Oh, okay. And it's kind of for making new habits and stuff yeah. like that. And I I can set it to where I want it to notify me, but it's a little different than alarm because it just pops up and it stays at the top of my notifications okay. until Priority. I get to it. And I yeah. don't care. It doesn't happen to happen right at the dot, you know, because it might right. be homeschooling with Rockies. That's but it stays on the top. Yeah, so, so I yeah. will not check it off until I do it Yeah. because otherwise I'll forget, you know. Exactly. And it'll just get tossed in the, the burn pile. So. <laughs> yeah. so that's one thing that's been really helping me stay with my habits. Okay. Um, I like that. I really like it. Yeah. There's tons of different apps you can mm-hmm. find that works for you, right? But yeah, find what works for you, whether it's oh, sticky notes. That's super important. Or alarms. We may give, we may say, use your alarm and mantras, and mm-hmm. that may not work for you. Right. But if you find something that works, stick mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. Or having, even like having an accountability 
partner. Uh, Well, you have your dog. Right. (laughs) (laughs) They are really good at letting you know you didn't give them everything they needed. Yeah, if you grab that leash... There's your accountability right, buddy right. showing up for you. Or they might just be dancing in front of you because yes. they've got all that energy and you're just like, why are you acting so weird? Oh. Oh, yeah. I didn't we're want supposed you. to run today. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. My accountability is the activity tracker. Yes. I was telling you about that before. Mm-hmm. The whistle fit activity tracker. There's also like Fitbark and um, a bunch of other ones are okay. coming out yeah. now. Uh-huh. But having that daily goal. Right. So... Lay Invader, 85 minutes every day. Yeah. They must hit that goal. Right, and it becomes a habit. It might yes. not have been a habit at the beginning, but now, right. right, it's on the back of your mind until it gets done. You just, you're just... Forefront of my mind. Right. <laughs> Some, yeah, always somewhere in your mind yeah. that you know it needs to get it done. It has to happen, and, and, and I feel guilty does. if it doesn't. Right, yeah. I don't even want to do that to them. Right. And that's not just because, like, we're dog walkers, mm-hmm. but... I guess it is yeah. because we've built this life around caring for dogs at the highest level mm-hmm. and making sure that they get exercise is number one. Right. Yeah. You don't want your cobbler's kids to have no shoes, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They, they are the picture of what it's what it's like to be taken care of by good dog walkers. Yes. Right? So, yeah. Maybe. Exactly. And for me... Um, for an example, with my goal tracker, um, one thing is homeschool Rocky, and he's not, mm. he's almost four. So it's not like we have to sit down and do school eight hours a day. He right. does not need that. I don't think anyone needs it, really, right. that long throughout the day. But I leave it up there until we do something, at least something, where he's learning, using his brain, we're connecting. Yes. And it some days that's like we just do his flashcards for two minutes. Awesome. And other days we get a whole hour and we just, we're not forcing it, you know, but we're just getting through it and we just did a lot and we learned a lot and we had fun. Yeah. So I think setting that goal for like, I'm not going to check this off until we at least walk around the small block if we have to. If that's all that happens, then that's fine for today. Exactly. I love, you know, you're a super awesome mom, and I love that I've been able to meet (laughs) your babies and see you homeschool them. Yeah. And I think it's absolutely beautiful, whether you're a dog mom or a kid mom, to have that openness. What can we accomplish together? Yeah. yeah. And not having so much stress and pressure around Mm -hmm. having to do the most. Right. And And if you mm -hmm. fall back... It's okay. Yeah. 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 I, I love that. And, like, maybe focusing on making it the connecting point more than, yeah, yeah, you and your fitness needs. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, but how can we connect on this walk? And, I mean, that sounds super hippie, but that's what it comes down to, right? Truly. Why do we have our dogs if yeah. it's not for connecting on our walk, you and know? you want to enjoy the walk. Right. I don't want to just walk lay and they're like, oh, I have to walk these dogs. Stomping I'm... through your walk. <laughs> yeah, no, I love them. And I love that I'm fortunate enough to spend this time with them, this life with them. And, I mean, we're... When you think about it, they're the motivating thing that gets you out there in the outdoors and breathing and moving and all of that. So we are grateful to them for that. So I think, yeah, bringing it back to why you're doing it is a huge... Find your why. Right. (laughs) Huge thing to keep you going on the days that it seems like a chore. 
So that's a wrap, Fit Dogs. Yes, we'd love to hear some feedback from you, comments, questions, ideas on this episode or anything else. And you can find us over at... At Fit Dog Culture on Instagram. Yes, <laughs> we'll see you there.